Okay. Yay. We're recording. Does this sound better than last week? You think? <laughs> I mean, is that a trick question? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Um, um, okay. Well, uh, how's Alex dealing with the fact that you've been gone for a week? I'm curious. Well, keep in mind, both me and Brandy have been gone. Um, how is, how is he dealing with both of you gone for a week? (laughs) Um, well, him and Amy are trying like, (laughs) I I had trouble imagining somebody that would be worse in the mornings than I am. That's your son. Well, that's my daughter. Oh, well, yeah. Oh God. So, so yeah, like I I think he's missed more school than he's had, Um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, because they haven't like managed to get up in the morning in time and stuff like that. Oh my God. Oh, so wait, so it's the both of them that don't get up. And so it's like, oh, well, school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, you know, I, you know. (laughs) Okay. You know, Manu is not very good at waking up either, but I will give credit to my wife. Well, she will get him to school. She used to get him at least to school late if it wasn't here, but she got him to school. I mean, she did not like waking up, but she would get him to school. But you're saying basically with Amy, there are, he's like, oh, no, we got so I'm, So Alex is like, yeah, whatever, I can sleep. Well, ba- basically, like, they're. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, they. um. Uh, he's, uh, it, it, you know, they'll, they'll like go to sleep late. Right. He'll be up a few times during the night. And so it's like, you know, uh, um, so he's not like super rested in the morning. Right. And then, and then, um, she says also like his, his allergies have been bothering him too. So like she'll, she'll try to wake up, up in the morning and he'll be like, all like, I don't feel good. I'm, you know, my nose is runny, whatever. And he'll be like difficult, which he always is. And I just sort of, I just sort of force the issues. And then like after, you know, however long, eventually she gives up. (laughs) All right. Because she's not the mom, not the dad. I mean, me, I'm like, uh, get up now. We're going. Yeah. So move it. So now on a couple of, the way she's described it, he, he, it sounds like his allergies have been acting up. He's all like runny nose, red eyes, oh, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like, sure, but I'm sure he's also exaggerating a little bit. For a he, he, he probably is. Or I'm like, you know, like give him a goddamn Benadryl and then take him to school. Exactly. Just, just <laughs> get, stick the medicine, stick the medicine in him and get him to the damn school. Right. So all anyway, right. okay. Uh, so right. wait, wait, let me hold on one second. I'm just going to. I'm going to take off a sweatshirt because I'm a little hot in here, and then uh, okay. we can figure out what we want to talk about. I figure it's mostly Ukraine, but hold on. Uh, okay, I am going to play the intro and mute you. Remember to unmute yourself. Okay. Yeah, let's try. <laughs>
Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Friday, February 25th, 2022. It is uh, about 2.15 UTC as we're starting to record this. I'm Sam Mentor, and Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. How? How? Okay, there you go. I think, isn't that what they, they did in the cartoons that the Native Americans used to say hi like? It's it's the cartoon imitation of Native Americans that's probably actually quite racist and incorrect. I don't know, but oh yeah. Jesus Christ! Anyway. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but anyway. we, we 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 know you did not intend it badly, Yvonne. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um. So for first of all, um, hopefully I'm sounding a little bit better than I did last week. I don't know. You, you sound guys a little bit congested. Oh, I, I, do I? A little bit. Well, I don't feel congested, but I am in like a room that has like a different kind of echo than where I okay. you know, usually okay. record. But last week, for those of you who listened, um, I was, uh, you know, we were we were connected through you know tin can uh, and strings tin, or something basically. like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I I, I was on um, a wireless headset over a not very good cellular connection, um, and Yvonne was recording on his side and blah 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 because could not get any sort of decent internet speed here. Uh, now we are back to our normal stuff. Um, and I'll, I'll explain why. Like last week, you know, I think I mentioned on the show, like this was like internet here from like the 19, that hadn't been upgraded from since the 1990s or something. And the, you know, if I did speed test, I'd be lucky if I'd get 10 megabits per second. Whereas usually now, like, you know, even a slow connection is many times faster than that. And like it, over a thousand is common, right? Like what do you have, Yvonne? Like 60,000 uh, or something at this point? I No, I have a thousand. <laughs> I mean, I have a, I have full gigabit ethernet here. Uh, Which is a thousand so, up and a thousand down. Yeah, uh, both from, ways. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, and, 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 you know, I was struggling with that and, uh, you know. And I'm hardwired into it because through the wi- Wi-Fi, you lose some. So I, I, I you, have you do that. Lose some. Yeah, I, I have that, you know, I, I have that straight up because I'm I'm hardwired into the Yeah, and well, that. and let me let me tell you then uh that that ties right into some of what I found. Uh because over the course of the last few days, I've been troubleshooting various things around the house. I'm, you know, uh for, for those of you who don't remember, I'm at my dad's house in Washington DC uh for a little while. I'm I'm actually going home tomorrow. So before this podcast is out, I will have gone home. Uh, Etc. But the uh, you know, so I've I've been here. I've been playing with this. I've been, and one of the things they wanted me here for was to do a whole bunch of you know help with computer stuff that they needed. Uh, one of which was setting up my stepmom's new Windows machine. And maybe I'll talk about that a little bit, or maybe not. We got a lot of you. Oh yeah, I should mention. Well, uh, the, no. the, wait. Did, let me just say the entire agenda of the show is Ukraine after this beginning part so we will be talking lots well, of Ukraine i, I propose talking stuff. about the nba's uh all-star slam dunk competition but sam oh, yeah yeah my topic. It, 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 is that what was in the documentary space jam something like that yes oh okay um yes because and, that was a documentary yes 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 of course um so anyway um as I was doing all this stuff, I was messing with one computer, messing with the other, blah, 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 blah. Um, eventually, I 
I was doing something on my dad's Linux machine and I'd set up some stuff for him and helped some stuff and got some things working. And I was like, let me just try speed test on here. And I tried speed test on that machine. And it, it, the, rather than like the, like seven megabits per second download I was getting, you know, when I was trying to do stuff before I got a hundred. You're like, whoa. And actually I had one clue before that because I found in in, in one room, like where the internet comes into the house, he'd left some paperwork there. And I found some paperwork saying that they had upgraded to, you know, Fios, which is a fiber oh, yeah. optic connection in 2015. And I'm like, okay, 2015, if this was upgraded in 2015, there is no way it should be this fucking slow. Something right. wrong. Um, and the, so the, the, his Linux machine was getting a hundred and I'm like, okay, that's more like it. I mean, that's not like super speedy these days, but that's respectable. You know, that's, that's, you should be able to do stuff and not, you know, run into problems, not being able to do basic internet stuff. Right. Um, and, uh, so the thing is, and this ties into what you just said, that machine was hardwired. Ah. And so the, I, I've, did a couple more tests and instantly realized that it's only his wireless that's fucked up. His yeah. his wired network is fine. I mean, again, a hundred these days is not the speediest you could get, but it's, but it's, it's respectable. It's yeah, respectable. yeah, it's decent. It works. You know, yeah. you can get stuff done. Exactly. Um, and so uh, then, you know, he'd mentioned before something about the other Wi-Fi network or something, and I'm like. Okay, wait. Let me. So, so he had. Okay, can I take a guess? Take a guess. Wi-Fi? Take a guess. Why? What are these shitty Wi-Fi extender things? Nope. 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 Okay. All nope, right. So, nope. all right. So here's what it was. When they installed the FiOS, um, that it comes with, you know, the, its own it, Wi-Fi. It it comes with. It, it, for some reason, it's two boxes. It's one box to like take the fiber optic stuff and convert it into a cable signal, and then it goes into a regular cable modem. And well, and the FiOS, they 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 use two boxes. We have whatever, one, but okay. whatever. It was. I mean, there was two boxes. Okay. They they probably did it. They probably do it better now. But back then, for whatever reason, they gave them two boxes. But okay. the so it goes. Well, it if it's in- fiber optic, usually the one you got when they did it back then, if I remember correctly, one box was for the, you know, it's called the yes, oh, uh, the 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 fiber optic receiver, basically, right, right, um, whatever. And, whatever. And so that one then you know goes into whatever the hell else, right? The point is, um, he has pass, 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 pawn passive optical network. That's okay, that, that's nice. Whatever. Um, right. Right. In, in well, any case, yeah, yes, right. get it right, fine. Um, so the point is, it goes into this um, the the Wi-Fi router that's hooked up to it, and then he has from there, he's got wires coming out of where it comes in all the way across to the middle of the house um, through like fixed lines. Some of them in the wall, some of them running along the sides of the wall, and to another Wi-Fi network. Uh, or another Wi-Fi router, and that's the one everybody's connecting to. And it turns out, in talking to him, basically, as as best I can reconstruct it, when he got the FiOS installed, he had them turn off the wireless network attached to the FiOS because he was worried about it interfering with the other wireless network that he'd already set up that was pre-existing. That that 
other network is the one that is super, super slow. And oh. I, have, I have not troubleshot why it's super, super slow. I mean, it's an ancient Wi-Fi router. Probably it's because it's very old. It's so very it, old. It's, it's on a it, very old protocol. Exactly. The original, the original protocols like A or were B not, or whatever. A or B or whatever would, could, wouldn't go over 10 megabits. Right. So that's probably what's going on. And so everything was going off that. And he had apparently had them turn off the new Wi-Fi network to, because he was worried that it would oh. interfere with the old one. Well, which is true, right, yeah. possible, but, did you, but he was did worried it? that they he was worried right. that they couldn't coexist, and he didn't want to worry about setting up the new one. So, whatever in 2015, that was turned off. So, luckily, this router has a sticker on it with the default, <laughs> with with the password and user ID and everything else that came with. So, I was able to get into the configuration settings for the thing and found and found out they'd simply turned the fucking radio off on this router mm. and so i turned it on <laughs> and then i attached myself to that router and surprise surprise i got the full 100 that's coming into this house apparently well then just well, turn off the old, the old so now just put everybody on the new wi-fi now 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 all of the computers that really matter in this house are wired Okay. So that so they're probably okay. So it's just smucks like me who come to visit with a laptop or whatever who are screwed. Well, so I mean, what about a phone connecting to the Y? I mean, the, the 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 it's not like well, the signal was actually decent. You we were able to to get decent speed off your uh uh you know uh, wireless network. I mean, cellular network. Well, no, uh, the the five G here is very spotty too. But no, the point. So I turned on this new thing, and that's fine. the pr- The problem is it doesn't fil- fully solve their problems because the house is too freaking big for one of these anyway. Like this thing is a, up in one corner of the house; it does not reach the opposite corner of the house at all. Okay. Okay. So, like, if I was truly going to completely fix their Wi Fi networking situation, I would get some sort of mesh network in here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I would set that up. Uh, now, the reality is most of their machines are wired. Um, this now covers the guest bedroom and, you know, this sort of side of the house. So it, 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 it you know, and most of them, and like I said, most of the machines are wired. So it's better than it was. And I have left the old one on so you can pick which of the two networks you go on. But the old one is capped really, really slow. And that was fundamentally the problem. So now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm connected to the Wi-Fi network that had been off is now on and boom, you know, anyway. <sighs> okay, that's enough because probably nobody cares about that. The only other thing I'll say before I let you do whatever you have for but first, if you have something, is um, that I did migrate a, you know, a Windows 7 system over to a new... <laughs> new windows machine that came with windows 10 and offered to upgrade itself immediately to windows 11, which I did. Um, You're lucky it wasn't Vista. Yes. Um, And the thing that I was absolutely stunned to discover is that windows does not have a built-in equivalent to the Macintosh migration assistant, which, you know, connects to your old computer and offers to bring over everything you want to have brought over. Time machine uh, backup or whatever. You just go do that and voila. Yeah. You can, you can either do it through your time machine backup or directly hooking to the other computer or several other options. And it's just all automatic. You, you, you can pick and choose if you don't want everything, but basically you can just say, I want, I brought, I bought new hardware, 
bring over my life from the previous computer onto the new one, go. And it does everything and it's all taken care of. Apparently, Windows has no such thing built in. Now, I, I will give one caveat. They apparently, just like... Um, just like Apple has, they now have uh, their equivalent to sort of the iCloud system that, you know, if you keep all your files there, it'll save your settings there. So if you are operating completely on Microsoft's cloud and you've set everything up all that way, then the migration can be pretty smooth because a, a lot of stuff is brought over that way. But if you've yeah, got Yeah, but some- if you're using Windows 7, that's impossible because probably you can't. Yeah, I mean, if you're somebody who was using Windows Seven, you weren't set up like that. Yeah, you 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 were not set up that way, and there's all kinds of things. And I believe even then, you have to reinstall apps. Um, there is there is software out there. I found like I did a bunch of googling, and people were recommending third party software for this. Apparently, um, uh, there's some something called uh, PC Mover. Uh, which is by Laplink, who's been doing this for decades. Yep. Um, and so there's third-party software that will do what I described. And I and I bought that third-party software, and I used it, and it worked fine. Um, but it just blew my mind that it wasn't just built in. It's like, what? How could this? Right. I know. I, I mean, it, and it's 2022. They don't yeah. have that built in. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I remember the days of having to do that manually before Apple had the migration assistant, but... You know, that was a long time ago. They've had that, you know, f- forever, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a uh, long and, time. And and so, yeah, I was, I was just stunned. I was like, this cannot be that crappy. I cannot believe, like, migrating to a new computer has to – because apparently the recommended way – if you don't use third-party software like this, is literally you start from a clean computer and reinstall things one by one as you discover you need them and set them all up from scratch, you know? And it's like, really? Uh, Anyway. Okay, that's all I got. And that's probably more than people care about. So it's your turn real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll do Ukraine for the rest of the show. My my turn real quick is uh, I startled somebody. You know, I startled somebody. How did you startle someone? Well, look, there was something that hadn't been done at work for a few days. And I'm working at my new employer now for... Ah, okay. I I know what this is. You mentioned it on the the Slack. I, I, I went and I'm like, what the hell? Why isn't this done? Why is he not answering? So I picked up the phone and called him. (laughs) And they were just taken aback by that. I, 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 and I realized that, you know, how the hell did we get to this moment in 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 in, in society that, which was something that was very normal before, right, is now startling. Oh, I would be shocked if if someone from work. Well, hell, I would be shocked if anybody called my phone unannounced. But if somebody from work called my phone unannounced, I, I I'd be like, what? I might or might I regularly not get. I regularly get calls. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, the non-work related calls. Okay, so I and I do get some. I do get no, but still, almost everybody now like it, it takes the time. Hey, are you busy? Can I call you? Yes, you, you, that that's the thing. Like, even if I'm going to have a personal call with somebody, it's prefaced with an exchange of texts or something to say, like, hey. I, I'd no, like to talk. I, no, 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 no. I, I have, uh, uh, you know, most of the people that I regularly talk to, 
will just call me. Okay. okay. Like my wife will just pick up the phone and call me. Okay. Or I will get calls from my wife. I'll admit, okay. especially when my I'm dad, out of town. Like now I've got my brother, uh, our mutual friend, Kathy, uh, Mireya, who you know as well. Yep. A- any of those will just, you know, pick up the damn phone and call. Me, okay. Mm. Um, you know, I, they don't, they're not, they don't ask like if I'm busy or something or whatever. Um, you know, so, so I get regularly like calls our property manager here knows because I call her. I, I'm like, you know, here's the thing. If people, you know, one thing is that people that work that if I'm the manager, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. People are working for me. I'm calling them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I'm not down with this crap. I'm just calling. Uh, and so usually wherever I have managed a group, even to, to recent time, it used to the fact that I'm just picking up the phone and call it. Okay. I'm not, I'm not bothering with this messaging shit. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but there, but it's just not normal anymore. And so <laughs> I, you know, but, but here's the thing I accomplished in probably two minutes. What probably would have taken a tax that this guy would have ignored and then they would have forgotten and ignore a message and ignore the email or whatever. And then I would send an email and then he would ask another question or whatever. And inside two minutes, I got what I need. Hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. I still, yeah, I, I, I fully admit I would be taken aback by a phone call. I, cause I, I have certainly gotten used to, and, and you know, I said sometimes my wife doesn't, but some, but I'd say even I mean, it, it's rare that we would talk on the phone because we usually, you know, are right there next to each other. But, you know, even on this trip, I mean, she has sometimes texted first to say, hey, are you available to talk or whatever? Um, but yeah, it's certainly like a work thing. It, if it wasn't scheduled or at least like chat versus, you know, are you available for a talk? I, I'd be surprised. And even there, like, I can't remember the last time I've talked on the actual phone no, rather no, than a voice good. chat through, you know, yeah. Slack or Chime oh, or something. You're, you're you know. killing me. You're killing me. Like, it, it, even when I have voice calls with coworkers, it's through the computer. It's not through the phone. Well, I mean, I will admit that now, like, one of the things is that, you know, we, we all have Zoom, and Zoom is kind of like, our, 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 honestly, we're using that as our phone system. Because mm-hmm. everybody always has Zoom open, and you can just pick up and make a Zoom call to some somebody, like, just say, hey, you want to Zoom this guy? Just, you know, just click click the button and get him, on, get him on the line, and that's it. Yeah. So, anyway. So that that those do happen. So I do get those at work every once in a while. But I did per, I did call this person on the actual phone. Okay, right. you know I dialed their damn cell phone number, just called them. And I think they were just too startled by it. They said, "Shit, what's this?" It answered. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the other thing with me. If 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 an unknown number that's not in my address book rings my phone, I have. Oh, but it, I, it but goes it, straight I'm to sure voicemail. it came. No, I'm sure it came across as like Oracle or something. So, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, I'm sure it came across as you know, it didn't come through as unknown. It, it was from the company. So it, it, immediately he's like, "Oh well, this is a company call." Hmm. Right. Okay. So. Okay. Huh? Yeah, no, no. Our fo- I mean, my phone right now, it's paid by the company. And so therefore, you know, when it comes across, across whatever, I'm going to call people now, it shows up as Oracle. Corporation. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so do you, do you have a separate work phone? I own the device. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. But they pay for the, for the phone, but this device is mine. Okay. 
So, well, you know, so yeah, no, it is my phone that they, but they pay for the service. So okay. It's kind of like a weird way in which we, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. It, okay. it, yeah. So anyway. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Yvonne, or should we take a break and then get right to Ukraine? Let's get to Ukraine. Okay. We will be back right after. Uh, let's see. Which one should I play? I've got three queued up. Let's do. And I, I, I apologize in advance to you, uh, Bob, who's out there and complains about these, but I didn't get a chance to queue up new ones because I'm traveling. So you get one of the babbly ones that you don't like. Here you go. You know, I could just do that live. Unmute yourself, Yvonne. Unmute yourself. The little button. Unmute yourself. Okay, I'm having some technical difficulties. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I could I could just I could do that live. I don't even have to like <laughs> I gotta admit that I had had me laughing at this point. Okay. I was just I'm like ready to, you know, I have heard these before. Okay, so it's not like, you know, it's the first time, but I, I was just, yeah, I, I was laughing at this point. <laughs> Yeah, so I, this, I, as I've said the last few times, now that we hear these live as I put them in, you know, again, if anybody out there wants to advertise on Curmudgeon's Corner, you can bump the babbling spot and put something in that you want. Just give us, a, you know, contact us. Uh, you can, you know, curmudgeons-corner.com, check it out. There's ways to contact us there, and you can you can talk to us about that. Anyway, <clears throat> now now comes the serious stuff. Ah, uh, Yeah. Um, so when we last recorded a show, um, you know, there was lots of talk about the invasion of Ukraine being imminent, uh, about, uh, you know, it, it was supposedly last going to be last Wednesday. It obviously didn't happen last Wednesday. Um, but since then it has indeed happened and is, it has happened at full scale at first Russia recognized these two separatist republics. And went into those, uh, but then shortly thereafter, boom, all over the country, nationwide, uh, there, there's, uh, you know, there's airstrikes everywhere. Um, there's uh, troops coming in from multiple directions into the country and taking over territory. Uh, they're, you know, they're taking over airports in various places. So, full-fledged, all-out invasion of Ukraine. Um, where do we want to go, Yvonne? There's all, yeah, all kinds of stuff here. Um, well, let's start with, um, okay. Let's start with the reaction about it. And I'm not talking about the, the statements or whatever. Uh, I'm talking about how I felt 
mm. when it started. Because I, I know you said you cried. I I I, oh, yeah. I I wound up crying about this. I, I I'm not I'm not afraid to admit that. It, I I uh, and the reason is um, I mean it's just uh, I mean it's just the, the, the unnecessary violence. I mean just per- perpetrated on these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, 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 um, I felt. I mean, I mean, I, I, I felt. I, I felt scared for these people. I felt scared for a world. The fact that um, I thought that, um, you know, thirty years ago, a little over thirty years ago, when the Cold War ended, I thought this shit wasn't going to happen anymore. Right. And um, I mean, this son of a bitch wants the Cold War back. He wants he wants he wants us to go back like 60 70 years I mean it, it, literally I'm not I, I I'm not you know to say you know Sam was called me out of me, me calling it the Soviet Union it was it, it, it wasn't <laughs> my mind kept saying it because it's what it read like this guy mm-hmm. wanted back red like it's what he wants back i I mean he said as much he doesn't want the soviet union he's called out communism and blah 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 but he wants russian empire and he wants yeah you know he wants to restore the pre-soviet board not pre-soviet but the 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 soviet era borders yeah Um, you know and and you know he hasn't quite explicitly said you know i want all of it back but he's implied it pretty strongly and he's Mm -hmm. certainly talked about uh this kind of stuff um repeatedly over and over again as you've quoted multiple times he talks about the dissolution of the soviet union being the greatest disaster of the last hundred years um and uh and yeah so 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 here we go and uh, you know and one thing i'll say if first of all just on reactions uh yeah i cried um uh as i'm watching it, it be, because you know all of these unnecessary deaths and and frankly not just on the ukrainian side i mean there are a lot of you know russian military people who don't necessarily have a choice in what's happening now that are dying as well you know it's just completely unnecessary waste of life on all sides um over a lie i mean because everything he said about justifying it was a fucking just complete series of lies denazification of ukraine neutralizing their threat uh you know what threat just all nonsense yeah, I mean it's it's only a threat if you if you couch it in the terms of well, they want to be a Western country, you know they they no, want. But, but that doesn't even threaten him anyway, right? It only threatens how he feels is you know the rightful birthright of Russia. Mm-hmm. This is all an ego trip, nothing more. Yeah, I mean, because there's, there's no evidence at all that you you know yeah, he, he talks about offensive weapons in Ukraine. There's no evidence what that offensive? anything's serious. Like you, you, Ukraine couldn't do jack to if you no. if Ukraine wanted to go after Russia, they couldn't. You know, no. Um, and their armed forces were tiny. They had very little equipment. Um, they you know it. They, they, you know, in terms of their air force, it was just 
very outdated, very few, just, you know, the size of the army was not that big in terms of personnel, uh, equipment. They don't have a Navy. You know, what they have is, you know, some coastal defense ships that I remember. That's it. I mean, this is not a military threat of any sort to anybody. One one thing I will give is, you know, we've been talking for the last few weeks about all the things that uh, the Biden administration has been putting out about what they thought that the Russians were going to do. And we've talked about, you know, maybe some of this is intentional psychological warfare and misinformation, et cetera, in order to limit Putin's options. But frankly, all that stuff was spot on. They were 100% correct. Let's yeah. be clear about this. There was a lot of people, including some listeners, saying that, ah, this is fear-mongering, blah, blah, blah. They don't know what they're talking about. Intelligence is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Every single thing that the Biden administration said was going to happen, happened. Yes, all of the various attempts at false flag operations, uh, the justifications, the fact that they're going to tire attack the entire country, not just the east, everything. And apparently, even the thing about it was going to be last Wednesday. I've seen some reporting in the last couple days that it was supposed to be last Wednesday, and they delayed it specifically because those things were coming out and because they wanted to make the American intelligence uh, community look stupid. Right. But they were only going to delay it. They weren't going to not do it. Right. That That's about it, basically. That was the only reason why it switched. they changed the days. Right. Um. And so, you know, I I guess briefly in terms of how things are actually going now, we are recording this, I said, you know, Friday at, uh, we started at 2.15 UTC. uh, So it's it's Thursday night US time. at the moment, the the full out offensive has been going on just about twenty four hours. So we are fairly new into this. By the time you listen to this, we'll probably be towards the end of the weekend or even Monday. I don't know, depending on what I find when I get home. But um, so things will have changed significantly since then. But so far, um, where we are is uh, the the Russian attack has been massive from all kinds of directions. Like I said, they've they've taken a lot of ground already. They've taken some airports. However, they have not been unopposed. Uh, the Ukrainians right. have been fighting back. There have been uh, a decent number of Russian casualties, uh, uh, apparently. Now, we are talking complete fog of war stuff right now. We, right. There are reports from both sides that you know, may or may not be reliable because you know, it's, it's, it's the, when the Ukrainians are talking, it, it's on, in their interest to talk about exaggerate the damage they're doing to the Russians, uh, the flip side. You know, so you, you, we really don't know what to trust. It's it's going to take a long time for things to hash out. Um, I would bet you from what we've seen so far, a lot more Ukrainians are dead than Russians, but the Russian casualty count has not been zero. Um, the, the Ukrainians have been putting out a fight. Now, I still have, uh, you know, like at one example that was on um, that, again, maybe complete misinformation from the Ukrainian side. There was this little island. I don't know if you saw this, Yvonne, the the little Mm -hmm. island um, that had a Ukrainian border post populated with like maybe 15 people and some some Russian military warships came and um, gave them, uh, you know, basically said, you know, surrender now or, you know, 
we're going to let loose on your little island here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ukrainians came on the radio and said whatever the, uh, the, the translation in English of whatever they said in Russian or Ukrainian was Russian warship, go fuck yourself. Um, that kind of guys. That, and, and then the Russian warship let loose on the island and killed everyone there. Oh, God. You know, um, at least that's the reporting, right? Um, uh, and, and so, you know, yes, the Ukrainians put up a fight, but the Russians win in the end. Uh, and I don't see anyone seriously contemplating the idea that the Ukrainians actually have the capability of stopping the Russians. They can slow them down, they can inflict some casualties, but basically everyone who knows what they're talking about, or at least seems to know what they're talking about, um, is expressing the opinion that, you know, maybe the Ukrainians can hold out a little bit, but in the end, the Russians will get what they want to get. Um, which seems to be taking over the whole damn country. Uh, I, I here's the one thing. I, I well, at this point, you mentioned the fog of war thing, and we just don't know exactly mm-hmm. what is going on. Um, in, in, you know, we know that Russian troops have entered in many places. Um, we've seen, um, you know, quite a lot of fire and attack. Yep. But I will say this. Uh, on the flip side, look, look, the United States has attacked on two occasions, Iraq. Okay. Yep. Let me just say that whatever we have seen from the Russians really pales in comparison to the firepower that we inflicted on Iraq. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry, but it, it, look, you go pull the videos. Yeah. Look, when we hit Baghdad. I mean, we freaking hit Baghdad. Okay? I mean, mm-hmm. we hammered it. Okay? And whatever I've seen, yes, I've seen a lot of explosions, bombs, and missiles, and so forth, or whatever. But somebody counted today 150 missiles. And I'm like thinking, 150 missiles? Fuck, man, we used to, I think we used 150 missiles in an hour. <laughs> yeah. And and so, I, I am questioning, listen, the Russians are Putin specifically is very big on bluster. Okay, all right, and and, and aggrandizement. Um, I've seen. Yes, there's a lot of troops. Yes, they, they, it is massive. I'm just, I'm just not totally convinced at the complete strength that they have at this point. Um, and and I just don't know. It, it, this is a thing of just. I, I, I don't know because, you know, take it over a city of 1.5 million people with an entire, well, say a city, let, I'm talking, let's say Kiev, right? The country has mm-hmm. 40 million people. Kiev has a couple of million people, right? Um, I mean, you're splitting up the troops, right? You're not massing them all on, on, on and let me pronounce Kiev. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Not used a fucking incorrect pronunciation. Um, you know, what are you going to get? 10, 20,000, 30,000 troops around there, whatever. I mean, unless they pound them with, with that kind of firepower, I don't see how the hell they get them to give up that easily. Because well, they're the, winding up. What, what are you winding the, up? You're, there are two, winding up there, in, there are two in, things first, first 
it, you know, first of all, and this again, maybe propaganda, whoever, the, the Russians are saying that they are starting with in very targeted attacks on military targets outside of major cities, that they're not targeting cities, etc. So a lot of what we're seeing on social media in the cities may be a little bit less than what we're seeing when they're like pounding troops you know, or pounding, you know, military targets. Um, so that, that that's that's one part of it. But the other part is I've seen report after report after report saying that what has been engaged so far is still a tiny fraction of what the Russians had staged outside the country. Um, so that this, what we're, what we've seen so far in the first 24 hours uh, may just well, the thing be, is, here, it, it here, may get much worse before it gets okay, better. But, but here's the thing, okay? Look, it goes back to how many troops do you need to fucking occupy a country? I'm just getting down to the real math, the numbers, okay? All right, the the the, the, the raw numbers. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking about he's attacking an entire country. We're talking about that he's attacking like five major cities. And yes, I've seen him that he's inflicted damage at some point. The, 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 there is a difference between oh, I can inflict some damage, okay? Versus, I could capture that city and get, take it under control. Mm-hmm. And, and the, another those thing, are by the two way, very the, different things. And and also, I think I've seen some reporting. Well, speculation. Let's not even call it reporting. Let's call it speculation that the Russians are counting on sort of rapid capitulation. That right. they they will inflict a certain amount of damage, and the Ukrainian government will say, "We surrender." Yeah, and that's yeah. It. And Zelensky like takes a plane and leaves the country and whatever, and just you know, right. And you know, hey, that's kind of what happened in Afghanistan. Um, Hell, but, I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ, he was he was on the plane before anything happened. <laughs> exactly. So, and, and you know, there's certainly one way this could play out if if that kind of thing happens. If if Ukraine just collapses from inside and the Russians can just walk on in the rest of the way, there's a completely different scenario. If the Ukrainians are very much, we're going to fight. To the last person, and right. we're gonna and and you will it, once they take the cities, this there will be guerrilla war and et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, that's a very different scenario uh, in right. terms of how that plays out. And yeah, I don't know; it'll probably be somewhere do in that because you can't do that in a city like Kiev. You can't just with 30,000 troops mass in the city. You're not going to take it over a whole damn city of several million. At least I don't think you can. Unless everybody just folds. Right. And, and that's the question. Is that the strategy? That they're just going to fold? And look, it, it, it goes back to the same thing that happened with with us and why, why very smartly, like, you know, uh, the leaders that we had when the first, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, a Gulf War said, no, mm-hmm. we're not going into in, into Iraq. Because we're not going into Baghdad. We're not going to Baghdad because exactly what happened in the second Gulf War. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can knock them over. Yeah, great. But how do you occupy the fucking thing? Unless they right. just capitulate. And, and, and maybe that's what he's counting on. Right. I I don't know. Um, and I, you know, you've, you've you've also seen a lot of worry from the countries right around Ukraine. Um, like there, there were some reports early on that turned out to be false that the Russians were also attacking Moldova. 
um, mm. wh- whether on purpose or not. And it turns out it's just, no, they weren't actually attacking Moldova, but they were attacking close enough to the border. That they could feel the bombs falling. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, you know. Um, and, and, and so there's a lot of room for accidental things happening, right? Um, you know, if, if they are operating really close to borders, um, you know, you got Poland right there, you got uh, Moldova right there, you got, it's just, it's just you, and presumably the Russians are being careful about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of the things was there are apparently a couple Turkish Air Force planes still on the ground in, in Ukraine. Um, and, you know, the Presumably, the Russians are going to be careful about those planes because if they actually blow up Turkish planes, well, Turkey's in NATO and things potentially get weird. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's and and meanwhile, just like we had talked about, you know, all of all of the eastern border of NATO is getting increasing extremely antsy um they've uh invoked uh whatever article it is that's not the immediate self-defense we've been attacked come help us but uh basically calling a meeting to immediately like figure out how to bolster defenses because they feel threatened um, and troops and, are being moved and to, troops are being that, moved to, and, over there. Being and moved. biden went today and in his in his uh uh statement today uh by the way, which I've realized that I hate these statements like being read. I, I, I would mm. rather them just send them to me in writing. Could I be honest? I, like I don't when wanna, Biden I don't comes wanna, on TV and anybody, says something. Any, no, anybody in general. Mm. I, I don't care. I, I don't want to listen to the press conferences. I, I don't want to listen to the damn thing. Just send me the transcript. I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> I don't care. Can you just send it to me? I, I, don't I was to the I was busy, so I didn't hear what Biden said, and I didn't even get a chance to well, read it. So that's what did my he point, say? Because then, it, well, one thing that he said, okay, uh, that was specific. What what are the items that he brought up? You know, he mentioned the sanctions. You know, that were going into effect and so forth. Uh, a few people have been going back and forth about what he was trying to. Th- th- People are going back and forth about what they were trying to say about what the effectiveness of the sanctions and what they expected. And they're getting into some semantics about it. It's not really material, I I think. But but the one thing is that he was very blunt in terms of, you know what? Listen, you fucking attack NATO and you're going to get hammered, period. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was flat out clear. Now, you know, he did not. He made sure that that was that was speaking of clear, by the way, in in Putin's statement. And and by the way, like when we when we did our predictions for the year, we specified that Putin had to go on TV and declare the invasion. Well, he went on TV and declared the invasion. Okay, uh, so, so there you go. So there you go. That was clear as clear as day. But um, in his statement, one of the one of the things he said was for anybody who might think they want to interfere. If you interfere, we will retaliate directly and stronger than anything you have ever seen in your history. Um, yeah, I know. And er- and everybody sort of assumed he meant nuclear weapons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like what he alluded to, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, he purpose. didn't actually say that, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's certainly implied that says basically like if, if, the, if the U.S. or the U.K. or somebody starts interfering, uh, Russia is prepared to go directly after them. 
That's fine, but that's not what 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 Biden was talking about. What Biden was yeah, talking yeah. about was basically, look, this son of a bitch crosses into Poland, okay? And you yeah, listen, we're going to No, it, I, you know, I was just know. I was just saying in terms of being clear about what you're saying, Putin was also clear. Okay, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, Putin while Putin was no, Putin was Yeah, like, yeah no, yeah. he used some weird language. Yeah, yeah okay, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what the hell does that mean? I mean, I I, I mean, yes, I could take it to mean nuclear weapons. It, but he didn't him. he didn't actually say you by the way, Biden, uh, if you interfere, we will nuke Washington, DC. He did not say that. No. I mean, you know, the psychopath. I, 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 and, and so look, the, I mean, there's been a line in the sand drawn. I know that Zelensky went was pleading to people that, that to get Ukraine accepted into NATO right now, but the reality is that if I I, I said this earlier, that the there's a reason happened, why they're not already there. Now there's a reason why they're not already there, and if and and the truth is that the, when this needed to happen was like 15, 20 years ago, not right now. Okay, um, that would have been the right call to not have this situation. And, you know, yeah, Putin would have hated it even more and he would have been even more pissed off. But the truth is that I don't think that Putin is going to take on NATO. Well, I I mean, you do have some people out there that, again, I think you're probably right here, but you have some people out here saying, like, Poland and Lithuania are next. I think they're absolutely wrong. And I I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, You know. He, he he knows it. I mean, I, I look that. I, I think you're right, there, and I hope to God you're right. <laughs> I, I, I I'm pretty sure that this that, that that's the right call. Look look there. But let's be clear about why he's doing this. Right, he is doing this as we mentioned the whole thing of the greatness of Mother Russia and whatnot, et cetera, and so forth. Because that is this whole damn thing. And and you got to remember also we we forget that. I, I can't remember how many years ago was it that, you know, there was protests in Ukraine that brought down the government in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. That was a p- extremely pro-Russian uh, leader that was there that was brought down, okay, in favor of democracy. And I do do believe that a big thing about this whole thing about trying to knock knock off the current democratic government in 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 the Ukraine was the fact that. The elites and everybody in leadership, the, the Ukraine had turned toward the West. Right. And Ukraine had turned toward the West, and that just really pissed them off to no end. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is the main reason why he, he has taken this action. Um, so that's one reason. But the other reason is that leaders that do this wind up taking these kinds of actions not out of strength. Right. Out of weakness. Well, right? and speaking of this, I think it's time to pivot to, to reactions. But And I was going to start with the Western reaction. But since you brought up Putin weakness, let's start with the Russian reaction. Um, I'm not by any means saying that you know Putin's going to be overthrown next week or something. But um, we've had a number of prominent Russians, Russian celebrities, etc., coming out with anti-war stances since this started. There have been uh, fairly large demonstrations in multiple Russian cities, uh, you know, against this war, and they are cracking down on them. A bunch of people have been arrested, but apparently, public sentiment in Russia is by no means completely lined up for this invasion. There is a lot. There are a lot of people out there, including people you know, in prominent positions who 
have been openly talking about how this is a mistake and how Putin has lost it and how this is, you know, and and, and you know the way I saw it phrased, uh, what it would be the equivalent of they felt it would be the equivalent of the U.S. attacking Canada. Mm. That is that that you know many people that I heard refer to themselves both in Russia and Ukrainian, and in Ukraine. Ukrainians referring to Russian as their brothers and people in Russia the, the, the same about Ukrainians, the people who are protesting. It's like, and like who the hell attacks their brother? Right. And I, and I, and I, and, and I was like thinking about the analogy and it's like, look, look, people see this as exactly that. Think of, I don't know, Canada decided to go with some kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> dictatorship government of some sort i don't know whatever <laughs> and then we decided to go and just fucking invade canada and you know and attack all their major cities mm. i mean that would be fucked up yes and, and I, that's I saw, basically the feeling that those people have there i saw one rep- one reporter uh, mentioned that they had texted an un, you know, unnamed for obvious reasons uh, Russian diplomat uh, asking him how they felt, and the Russian dip- diplomat uh, basically responded with, "You know, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed for my country. I'm ashamed for my part in this. I don't know what to think." I, I, I'm going to say this: that I, 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 people saying that Putin felt really isolated during this pandemic. And that his that he had, that his uh, his paranoia and certain things had increased dramatically over that time period. I can see how that could happen. Um, and that, uh, but I, I I I do think that this is a uh, I think it is a gross miscalculation on his end. Mm. Um, I, I mean, especially, and we'll talk in just a minute about the Western response and economic sanctions and all this kind of stuff. But, but I'm talking about. No, but what domestically, I'm what I, domestic no, no, politics what, yeah, of, but, of Russia t- but, itself. But as tying well. into that, what I'm saying is yes, there's already resistance. If you add on top of that the Western sanctions starting to have right. some sort of effect on the population, that's gonna get worse, not better. No. Now, and, and, and and let me bring that back to you know what's happened before. Like look, go back in history. And the Soviet Union itself, the Afghanistan invasion that they did in nineteen eighty. Okay, was uh, you know uh, uh, was also another response to the weakness of the Soviet Union themselves. Okay, mm-hmm. and it, and it's also something that in, in the end toppled. One of the things that wound up weakening and toppling the Soviet Union itself. I, I go another uh, another military that did something like this that reminds me of this. Another dictator was the Argentinian military junta when they attacked the Falklands. Okay, mm. right? They did that out of gross weakness. It, the country was experiencing okay economically and they thought that this would rally uh the people uh, uh, for it because it was something that they favored but in the end don't no matter how much you know they loved it uh, the 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 war was a disaster and it wound up toppling that government too mm-hmm. and it, it just it, i have seen this in you know at other occasions where these this kind of action is the action that is taken by someone where Putin feels uh seeing his importance diminished 
they 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 are in a weakened state. The the economy of the Soviet Union, the Soviet Union again. There you go. There I go again. Of mm-hmm. Russia is uh, it's a petro state. It's a very large petro state. It really has not developed that many other industries and everything. And it's it's all extreme crony capital. Well, crony fascism. It's not mm-hmm. crony capital. It's crony capitalism. Okay, in 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 Russia, he has his fingers on everything. And it's the reason why uh, the country has not grown as much as it it could, given the resources and the uh, educational level that the people, the Soviet, the Soviet Union, again, Russia have. Okay, they have a per capita income of only like ten thousand dollars, you know, per capita, where in the West it's like fifty thousand. And yeah, they're they're saying that they he had been preparing economically for this because they have six hundred billion in foreign reserves. Let me tell you something: six hundred billion in foreign reserves. If everybody stops, you know, with with crippling economic sanctions and an expensive war in your pocket, can you could go through that in the blink of an eye? Mm. Um. So, so 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 let's talk about the 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 actual Western responses and sanctions that are on the table. And you've probably followed this more closely over the last twenty four hours than I have in terms of what is actually being done and what is still being withheld. Uh, when 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 the first little invasion into the separatist republics came out, uh, a few little things were slapped on, and there were lots of people talking about, "Yeah, this isn't enough. This isn't serious enough." Blah blah blah. And then the full fledged invasion started, and they've added a whole bunch more. But as I understand it, there's still some things that aren't being put into place yet. So w- what's the what's the picture right now, Yvonne, in terms of what's well, going on? Well, the biggest thing, look, there have been economic sanctions, there's been controls on on certain exports that have been put into place. Uh they're uh you know, they've targeted the oil and banking sectors. They've they they're they're limiting, you know, they were it, look, many banks, foreign banks were seizing all overseas assets. That the that the Russians still had out. Um, uh, now, the one thing about this is um, the, the the tighter ones, okay, that they haven't reached. For example, is like say, so so yes, they they've limited uh, the sale of certain uh, uh, of certain technologies. I mean, limit no, well, completely like prohibited. They've seized all the foreign assets that they had, but at the same time. Many Russians had moved their assets like in expectation of this, okay? Mm-hmm. For years. This had been happening. Um, because Putin had been going to people and telling them that they needed to kind of like bring their money home. He had mm-hmm. been doing this for years. Um I mean, I, I think in his mind, you know, this this had been in his mind, I'd have to say at least seven or eight years in the works in his head. Okay. Uh, you know that that's my thought based on some of the act, some of the things that have happened in 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 the past, where certain you know Russians that had vast overseas holdings all of a sudden sold them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but but the ones that haven't been pulled the trigger completely is like I haven't seen like a complete shutdown of purchases of any, um, you know, uh, say uh, energy products. Right. There was also I mean, on the, the table the, cutting them off from SWIFT, okay? Which is the SWIFT is the international banking payment system. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
so while they said that they were restricting the use of certain currencies and other things, they didn't completely, completely shut them off, okay, from the international banking system. Um, hell, I, I saw, you know, some people talking about other, like, say, for example, uh, technology measures. I figured that, you know what, you could probably cut off Russia from the internet and other things, for example, that could be done. They were talking about cyber attacks and other things that could be done. And I didn't see that they went to those. But I, I have heard At least not yet. Not exactly. Um, and they said that, by the way, that many of them is that they're promising that they have been reviewing all of these in time. And I and I think that one of the things is that uh, the Biden administration has been able to get them to agree to one full set of sanctions pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. In large part because, A, they had been sharing the information on what what was, what was going to happen. By, by the way, using our intelligence community the smart way, instead of like how it seemed like the last 20 years they'd been used by especially the fucking Republicans. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, they used their, their assets very well. They deployed the information and it was fucking accurate. Okay? And that built a lot of confidence between the NATO partners say, okay, you know, so they were ready already with that, but that they, you know, I, I think if you think about it on a sanction pace, given where we are, that it's day one and how much has happened already, and right. the fact that they are promising, you EU officials promised that the second trench would be a tougher blow. They're promising that, look, this is the first step. Let me tell you something, that the next one will be a tougher blow. And that a number of nations are saying, well, we have to completely shut up after oil. We're going to have to re- rely on strategic reserves and other stuff and whatever, uh, you know, and that, and, and look, some people are saying, well, China can backstop them. Let me tell you something. China cannot backstop them. And China doesn't want to backstop them either. They got their own fucking problems. Okay. Mm. In China right now. Uh, they, they definitely, they definitely are not going to go and like prop up Putin, you know, with trillions of dollars financially. They can't afford it anyway. They're propping up you know, uh, a whole bunch of other countries in Latin America and other places throwing them money and buying their oil. What the fuck are they going to do if they got to buy, like, all the production for, from Russia? They don't have any a, a, a use for that. What the fuck are they going to do with it? Well, let, let me ask on the oil bit, because uh, I've seen lots of speculation that, you know, the world doesn't have the... Uh, what's the right word to say it? They're not ready to just say no to all Russian oil because there's so much dependency on Russian oil, specifically in Europe, uh, but in some other places as well, that if that was cut off entirely, uh, Europe would be short-term screwed in a lot of ways. And worldwide, the price of oil would skyrocket so high, it would have listen, massive sky, impacts sky, on listen, economies all over the world. Look, look, what we're talking about here is the price of oil going to 150 bucks, which, by the way, it was there in 2008. Mm-hmm. Not exactly like it's been unprecedented, okay? All right? And we haven't lived through that, okay? So that's one thing. The second thing is that um, there, there are ways to mitigate that in terms of consumption, in terms of, you know, other things, in terms of production, Okay. Which, by um, the way, if we respond to that by consuming less oil, that's not a bad thing. Not exactly at all. Okay, you know, not not at all by any stretch. And so, 
we could do a number of things instead of in in terms of you know increase in production and cutting you know uh you know cut cutting consumption look one of the things that they've been talking about right now is that they had made a lot of progress apparently in an Iran deal okay mm. and that you know this could maybe move that that to the front burner like right now let and out the Iran done. oil and exp- yes you know, yeah yes yes yeah and that that would significantly compensate for that uh depletion and meanwhile it's not you know the leaders leaders have been warning like is and admittedly some of it has only been in the last week or two but you know uh biden and harris have both said you know hey yeah we may have to do things here that will result in some pain here in the U.S., specifically yeah. in terms of energy prices, but maybe in other areas as well. But we need to do it because it's important. Now, one of the things, you know, there's a whole domestic political thing in terms of can they actually convince people it's important or is whatever they do just going to, you know, screw the Democrats in November. But, you know, at a certain point, you have to say, we got to do what we got to do. And if it hurts us in the election, so be it. But I don't listen. I I, I got to say that uh, there are ways to mitigate that. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. We have ways to mitigate that. Um. So do you I, think there? So do you I, think there's still a lot more uh, sanctions and things happening uh, yes. beyond what we've already heard? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, because I think that you can do. I, I think that you can do. Take take a number of the things and, and make it more aggressively in a cohesive manner with the rest of uh, the EU, NATO, the NATO countries, and so forth. And and part of that is clearly intentional, right? I mean, when yes. they first crossed the border, they only announced a few things, right? Um, and then when they did a greater invasion, they announced a few more things because you want to retain some additional potential leverage. I think right. one of the things we're seeing here, which a lot of people said in advance, by the way, was Putin doesn't give a shit. He's going to do well, what he's going to do, well, but and it, well, and this goes back to like some people saying, "Well, you know, uh, there was this discussion today where the sanctions were meant to deter this or not." Well, and 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 Biden said, "Well, we knew the sanctions probably were going to stop him," and and Kamala Harris said, "In one says, well, the sanctions were meant to deter him," and I'm like, "Look, there's there's they're they're they saying, look, they're being incongruent." I'm like, "Look." Not really. Look, the, the whole point of the sanctions was to try to see if, if that was like the one move card that we had yeah. that we could do at that moment. Maybe it doesn't really do it, but it's about the card that you've got. Listen, you play the cards that you have, okay? And so you try it, and maybe you think, well, it won't work, but you know, we're, you know you're not going to just hold the damn card, okay? I mean, you mm-hmm. play it, and why they didn't use all of them? Because they figured, look, if if I laid them all, it, 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 I said before, and many, I totally agreed, and others said this. If you did all the sanctions up front, hell, more motivated to launch the damn war. Then, I mean, it's like, well, okay, yeah. I'm yeah, fucked I, already. Yeah, I mean, I heard I heard lots of people saying, "Why didn't we do all kinds of sanctions before they went in?" Because then you have no leverage at all. <laughs> Then you have zero leverage at all. As a matter of fact, what you did is like you cornered him worse and basically made it that he had no other choice than to do this. Right. Um, and, and so, the, you know, and I think, look, we've talked on this show multiple times. I think, you know, Put, if Putin wanted to do this, Putin was going to do this. You yep. know, and I think the, the end state we're thinking about is not you – know, 
you know, we're not going to stop Putin from taking over Ukraine if he wants to take over Ukraine. Well, we're not just like stop we- you. Well, 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 let me correct you on something. We're not going to stop you, you know, Putin from attacking Ukraine and trying to hold on to it. Okay, mm. because, Yo, as we, but, because as I said before, you know, yeah, attacking holding it, on to it is hard, right? It's exactly. Yes. Now, now, but but my point on that though is that whatever is going to happen there, what we do isn't going to make much of a difference to it whatsoever. You know, the, he's going to come in, he's going to take over Ukraine, and then maybe there'll be a guerrilla war. Maybe it'll be hard to keep whatever. But he's going to do what he's going to do there. The question ends up being, what is the end state afterwards in terms of? Yeah, what's what's that new Cold War state with assuming you know a Russian occupation of Ukraine for however long it lasts, and now what's what's the rest of NATO going to do? What's our posture going to be? Are we really going to truly and totally isolate uh, Russia indefinitely? In which case, what does that look like if it lasts a year, two years, five years, ten years? You know, is is this you know what is our new state here? Uh, I mean, let's be clear about this. If if Russia decides to try to maintain an occupied Ukraine for that long, okay, with this thing, and we impose the sanctions, they're going to go fucking broke. If, I mean, if we go full bore, right? And by the way, we have a way. We have ways to recover. They don't. That's the reality because the because the Russian economy is t- is a tiny drop in the bucket compared to the size of the US economy or the EU economy and that's just a fact. Mhm. And and so you you end up well I mean that's that's effectively how the cold war ended right at least one factor in how yep. the cold war ended yep. is that the the Russians couldn't keep up on nope. the spending necessary to do that. Exactly. And, I mean there were other factors as well but that was clearly a part of the picture. Yeah, they did not have the resources to do it. And right now they're in the same boat. They don't have it. Hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, there are a lot of ways this could play out. I mean, I, I, I tweeted right after it started that, you know, sort of the hope is that this is over quickly and we get nowhere near the worst case scenarios that we can all think about. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, you know, lots of people have died already in the first 24 hours, you know, and everybody seems to think it's going to get worse before it gets better. So this is going to be a huge disastrous mess. And I think let's wait and see, um, you, you know, is, is this, I, I, I've seen people compare it to other world-changing events. Like, is this like the fall of the Berlin Wall in terms of the before and after radically different? Same with 9-11. You know, the before and after of what the world looked like uh, it was very different. Um, is this well, the same kind of thing? Let's be where clear about a couple this, of things. Well, does, this, like- does, this def- does this define the next couple of decades of what the world looks like? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Or I'll not. tell you one thing. You remember that uh, we were talking about trying to repair the damage that uh, that, that Trump uh, did. That Trump did in the international uh, standing of the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Putin, because you've done more to help fix it. You know, in a short amount of time than anything else we could have done it. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I, I didn't want a Ukrainian invasion in order to help fix our world standing. I mean, I could have done without that. Thank you very much. Well, but, yeah. You know, I mean, you you, but, you mentioned, but, but that was like, but that was like one of Putin's goals. 
I mean, Putin was, I, I think that one of his calculations was that he had divided enough NATO, okay? And it, and, 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 and that it, NATO it, would fall apart Europe. under pressure and Correct. wouldn't be able to and, respond and, coherently. And to also, this. his other wild card that was there was a new German chancellor, okay? Mm-hmm. After Merkel, you know, you know, ended her, 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 her you know, term her time yes yes uh you know and it's like i that you know there were some mixed signals that the german the new german leader was saying and i, I can't remember what the hell his well, damn even, name is even now right i mean he's wanted to hold outs against uh removing them from swift i believe yeah so although so he the, did although he did cancel the nordstrom 2 or whatever it's called yeah. nordstrom <laughs> it's not nordstrom, nordstrom. <laughs> it's not a shopping center <laughs> Store? What are you talking about? This, I love that store. That's where I buy my clothes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, the, 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 the pipeline. Although I have seen people point out that one of the benefits of that pipeline was bypassing Ukraine. So if he's got Ukraine, he doesn't need the pipeline as much as he used to, but you know, right. whatever. Yeah, but but uh, I mean, but I think that, that but he was he was counting on 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 on, on Germany, but I, I think that they are, you know. Look, I, 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 it's very clear that um, he's got a very significant portion of the world united against him at this moment. Right, Putin does. Uh, I mean, China's sort of given a neutral. We understand your security concerns, but basically, but yeah, but basically, that, we don't give a fuck. Fuck you. I mean, basically, I, I don't think that. Like I said, they're not gonna. They they, they 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 don't need that they they don't they get they they get something by like you know look cow towing to him something or whatever whatnot but at the same time they're like we 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 don't want anything to do with this. We we gain nothing by do, by mm-hmm. getting our, our hands dirty into this damn thing. But yeah, you're right. Most of the world though is uh, against him. I, I don't know if 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 folks have not heard uh, the Kenyan ambassador to the UN's statement on this. You should go look it up. Uh, it was very good. It talked about uh, sort of um, colonial borders and yeah. how a- Africa has you know uh, realized they were in a situation where. If you if if ethnic groups were trying to fight over restoring borders to something that made sense to those ethnic groups, there would be war all over the continent continuously. Right. Yeah. Um, and and look, there have been a few wars here and there. Let's not say there weren't. But you know, he's absolutely right. They, they fundamentally said, okay, we're going to agree to these artificial borders that make no sense that were imposed upon us by the colon by the colonialists, um, and we're going to make it work because we right. have to. Um, yep. uh, and so go watch that if you haven't. Um, but just, just backing up slightly, you know, in terms of world cohesiveness, in terms of how harsh sanctions become and whether Germany eventually agrees to harsher stuff or all this, a lot of that comes back to what we were talking about earlier in terms of, which way does the battle in Ukraine itself go? Do we get the rapid capitulation with Russia taking over relatively, I'm not going to say bloodlessly because lots of people have died already, but with relatively limited civilian casualties, you're not like burning down cities and such. Or do we end up with a protracted engagement where in order for Russia to take over, they really are doing street to street battle in all of the cities. And, you know, 
inflicting huge amounts of damage on the civilian population and infrastructure. Those are two completely different outcomes. And depending which way we go, it's going to change public perception. I mean, it's one thing, like what what happened in, um, in Crimea, I mean, basically the Russians took over in a very short period of time and we never heard anything else about it again because, you know, the, the population for the most part there didn't really care and was okay with it. I mean, I, that's an oversimplification. Lots of people weren't, obviously. But, you know, we we really, it was a quick takeover, and then we didn't hear much. If we get Holy a quick takeover shit. here. Right now, as we've been talking, so, uh, uh, well, talk about Russian military might, something very big got shot down over the skies. Of- yeah, I've been watching that as well. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so, yes, there's some, the, the, and this is what we were saying, too. You, the Ukrainians are producing some damage well actually we don't even know like that could have been a ukrainian something shot down um uh, because one of the things apparently uh, and i'm getting distracted from the point i was about to make but the um a lot of the social media posts where people were like "Ooh, ooh, russian plane in this location then some expert comes in and says oh actually that's a ukrainian plane uh you have to be very careful because they have very similar equipment um but anyway what i was saying is like there's a very different outcome if we have a a quick, rapid takeover of the entire country versus weeks and weeks and weeks of us seeing social media posts of innocent people getting killed. You know, um, the way the world reacts is going to be different in those two scenarios. What I I see is that... uh... Unless the Russians get that capitulation, that they that, that capitulation, it's going to drag out. It's going to drag out, and it's going to be it's going to be miserable for everybody. But, but so look, who I, yeah, am I, I to I say? I, I'm yeah, going to say flat out. You you, you know, may be look, right. I've I've seen reports that U.S. intelligence estimates are that Kiev can probably only uh, you know hang on a few days. No, I get that, but that's but that's not the whole country, is my no, point. No, you're, so, you're absolutely right, and so and so that's the thing that okay, maybe they do enter Kiev, but um, but at the same time, doesn't mean they take over the country. I mean, it's one of the things that happened in in in, in going back to the Iraq War. Sure, it took Baghdad, but the whole country was you know not the whole country, and mm-hmm. even in Baghdad, it was a shit show. Um, so it, 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 that's that's the thing where. <laughs> Or I say about this, I, I just look. I, I would and, say and the, the, listen, also... I'm thinking about myself, and if yeah. I were uh, in the military, and if I were Zelensky and these people, and what the hell my reaction is to being invaded like this? I, I, I mean, I, 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 I think that my instinct is like, fuck, man. You know what? If I'm going down, we're going down fighting with everything we've got. Yeah, uh, I mean, we'll 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 see. I guess. Uh, I mean, uh, that's my perpetual answer on COVID. I guess it's my answer on this too. I mean, there's the situation is so dynamic. There's but, so but many I, I, variables. I'm just, I'm just thinking about look what what happens with, with you know people's reactions. No, okay? no. you know th- this is historically you know people don't take very kindly on them being attacked. Yeah, it, it's a very it's a very different situation. Like when you've got. You know, two foreign. If you've got two foreign armies fighting over a battlefield somewhere else, right. versus 
you're defending your home, you're defending yeah. your family, you're defending, it, it is a completely different dynamic in terms of how people react, in terms of how, how they think about that problem. Um, and uh, yeah. And, you know, as we get more and more people killed, of course, it's going to be more and more, uh, the m- emotions are going to be more inflamed. Um, you know, because again, like what, what you think about the Russians as a Ukrainian is different if they just killed your brother. Right. You know, yeah. and you, you may have had like, like you were saying before, like this sort of wire, wire brothers attacking each other, blah, blah, blah. Why, you know, we're, we're, we've got some common history, et cetera. We should be friends, but you know, that goes the hell out the window once the fighting starts and people start dying. Um, you know, I, I, I've been following, uh, a, a number of, you know, people on the ground in, in Ukraine, um, as, as this has progressed. And there are plenty of statements, you know, coming out, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, the only good Russians, a dead Russian and go, let's kill more of them, blah, 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 blah. in very violent terms against the Russians coming from Ukrainians because, guess they're 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 invading they're killing they're doing whatever you know and and so on the one hand i'm like you know let's be more but it's a natural reaction you know it's uh, when when someone is invading your home they're they're killing your family they're killing your brothers they're killing your friends Yes. And so at that point, any, any sort of temperate feelings you may have had in the past are going to very rapidly turning in, turn into, they're the enemy, kill all of them. Yeah. Uh. And I'm not saying that's right, but that's, you know, that's what happens. Look, there, there is, uh, my philosophy on things like this has always been that I, I am one that, I, I hate war. Uh, I, I do not. I, I am one. Anybody I, who loves it. There are. A a look, uh, well, uh, <clears throat> I know there are. There are people look out there at Mr. who love Putin. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I think that, uh, but, but, but also certain people that think that, well, it, it, I, I, well, let's go beyond that. It's just that, that a lot of people that uh, would go to war far uh more easily than i would ever consider it okay and i i think that's that's another thing you know we talk about the hawks okay right and it's like you know i mean yeah so maybe they did something you know they did something here politically and i'm like look i i would you know war to me is something that has to be a last resort that it's got to be that i examined all the other options and the and the and the the only option left on the table to save certain to, to save certain people and to stop some some catastrophe from happening is by by doing that that that's it that 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 has to be it's my last last resort after I exhausted everything but there's a lot of people that think that this is um you know should be used more frequently and often and I don't subscribe to that but I think this is the case where. I mean, I, I, I hope that the Ukrainians can, I mean, I hope, I, 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 I pray for them and I hope that they are able to do the best they can against this, this just horrible attack upon them. Yeah. I mean, at, at this point, like I said, the, the way I think about it is 
you know, how to get from here to the other end with as little damage as possible. Um, and, you know, frankly, that might be the Russians take over very quickly and the Ukrainians capitulate. And then, you know, I'm not saying that that's an ideal outcome for anybody, but if less people die that way, then it gives a chance to fight but again I don't another that, day. Here's a problem. I don't actually think that that is a way that, um, um, that that is, uh, that, that, that saves lives. Yeah, it might not. I, I, I mean, the, 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 I, the, the I don't think so at all. The intelligence reports that are coming that, and again, so far they've been all right. Who knows if this part will be as well, but the, uh, the U.S. intelligence reports were that the Russian intention was once they take over to start rounding people up uh, who supported the Democratic government and killing them. Right. You know, and so does, if, if, yeah. that's, if that's the outcome, then you're absolutely right. You know, you wouldn't save lives by capitulating. You'd just make it so that the Russians could kill people faster. Exactly. But if that's, you know, but I don't know. Okay. Can I say something? No, we pretty much know. Putin would go and assassinate people he didn't like anywhere in the damn world. What makes you think he's not going to do that here? What makes you think that that's not his intention? Look. Oh, I, I, I think he, I, I, I think, I think, I, I think he would, I, all I, evidence shows that that is his plan. I, I think he certainly would get all the governmental officials and people like that. I don't know if he'd go down and be like killing millions of the population though. I don't know. Uh, uh I would hope thousands, not. tens of thousands. Oh, probably. Yeah. But you know, the, if, if it's a long fought battle, uh, with every inch, you know, it could be hundreds of thousands. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know how to even do that calculation. And maybe it's impossible. And so you can't. So, you know, you know I, 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 I got to tell you something. Look, it, 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 I think we're, we're all reaching about the end of what we know, like right now. But I, I was driving today and uh, I was contemplating the, the, the peace and freedom that we in, that I enjoy here. Right. And thinking about these people that all of a sudden, because many that lived just like that, that had jobs. I saw them with their iPhones and these, in these subway stations there that are people that had good, you know, a good job, a family, a dog, their child you mm-hmm. know, living, you know, with them. And then that, you know, and that they thought they really thought that this was unthinkable. And they right. were just like two days ago, they were just like me driving around. And all of a sudden, this is what the fuck rains down, rains down. Rains yeah, down. I saw one, uh, I saw one report from some reporter at some hotel uh, in Kiev or something. And, uh, if, you know, appa- if, apparently the staff not, was not co- Kiev. in Kiev, Kiev, and, and the staff came up to them and uh, to the reporters and like, I, I don't watch the news. What's going on? Right. You know, exactly. And, and like you said, even there is a calculation there. I I was sort of doing the sort of what minimizes the number of deaths. There are clearly other factors at play other than just the number of deaths. There's the, the freedom, the quality of life and being able to live the way that you want to. And, uh, as opposed to living under occupation, um, that, you know, clearly, you know, people feel very strongly about fighting for those things. And, uh, and I might as well in the same situation. Um, so there, there are complex calculations there, but at the same time, when you look at a scenario where 
and maybe maybe all the experts are wrong, but all the experts right now seem to think that it's only a matter of time until the Russians take over whatever they want to take over, and that the the resistance, while perhaps noble, uh, is in the end going to be futile and just lots of people dying. And I I don't know, you know, is is there a way to shortcut that? Um, and absent you know a, a coup back in Russia taking out Putin and replacing him with somebody who says, oops, sorry, mistake, we're backing out. Uh, I don't, I don't see a way out of this without lots of, lots of damage, lots of dead people, um, you know, except the capitulation situation. But even that situation, as you have just outlined, has huge amounts of negatives to it for, you know, the, the people uh, in Ukraine. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, uh, I, I don't, you know, like fog of war, things happening rapidly. So we don't yeah, we really, just don't, we just don't really know. Yeah. You know, we're one day in, uh, we'll know a lot more when we, when we do this show next week, uh, by the time you guys listen to this, lots and lots will have happened that we don't know about now while we're recording. So I guess that's uh, a good time to end. Okay. Um, so yeah that's it um hey everybody uh, i know it's only the one topic and the show's a little short this week i'm still uh i'm still not at home uh i'm still on i'm on a little headset here so even though it's hopefully better than last week was in terms of audio quality i know it's not my usual next week i plan to be home and everything normal at least in terms of the recording not in ukraine obviously um but uh, thanks for tuning into another curmudgeon's corner uh as usual you can go to our website uh curmudgeons-corner.com to see our archive of episodes, how to contact us, all of that kind of stuff. And um, what else? Oh yeah. If uh, you, you, there'll also be a link to our Patreon uh, and you can donate us a little cash um, at various levels. We'll give you things like uh, mention on the show or a mug or whatever. And um, at $2 a month or more, or if you talk to us a lot through the various ways of contacting us um, on the website uh, and ask nicely, we'll invite you to our Curmudgeon's Corner Slack where Yvonne and I and some listeners are chatting throughout the week. Um, uh, in terms of, you know, we sometimes do things that we were talking about on the Slack. I'll be honest, it's mostly been Ukraine lately. I mean, we, we might have mentioned a few other things. and well, we did we, mention a couple of things. And we've got our Wordle channel going, but yeah. What what were a couple other things we mentioned, Yvonne, that were perhaps a little bit lighter than the Ukraine? Uh like, well, Ukraine. we mentioned we mentioned that uh, that uh, the that you're kind of like concerned about your your budget because the 27 inch M1 Max <laughs> might be a lot more expensive than the the the, the, the old one, so that was a problem. Yeah, uh, yep. uh, there was uh, some information that we shared on on uh recommendations to the CDC on coronavirus vaccines for immunosuppressed people. Uh and I also shared a cartoon about what's what Alex is gonna tell Sam if if Sam has to go back to driving to the office every day. Which was basically sucks to be you. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's what Alex will say. Oh, it sucks to be you. Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah um so th- we had those and uh um and apparently uh if biden uh 
kept the beard, he would have 60% approval rating. Well, yeah, the, the, the key somebody said that, but like somebody photoshopped Biden with a with a white the beard. beard looks good, actually. It, it looks good on him, you know. I, I think it looks great, actually. You know, <laughs> I don't know that it would actually change his approval rating, but it would be interesting. We haven't had a president with a beard in a long, long time. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, and uh, Sam actually shared for the you know, last thing for edification of people because i've used this term before but sam actually shared a clip of a few good men uh the movie about the code red and if any of you <laughs> haven't seen the movie a few good men have you seen the movie a few good men i have seen the movie okay all right so there is this scene with like jack nicholson asking him you know where he's in, in court and they're trying to get him to to just confess and he basically does it if you haven't seen it i will say it's a good movie it still holds up i saw it recently um it's the, it's still a good movie um you know the, the, so. one, the one thing about that line is it's there there are a number of movies where this is the case where people remember the line in an iconic way so the the way you think about this line is jack nicholson saying damn right i call you're uh, goddamn right i did well right but you think of it as damn right i called the code red but he never said that. No, uh, no. It, it was asked as a question, okay. and he said, "Damn right, I did." You got damn right, I did. Correct. Right, and and, and but you think of it like the, when you like when I quoted it or semi quoted it in last week's show, it was. God damn right I called the code red because you combine the question and the answer, but that's well, not actually how it happened in the movie. Well, yeah, but but you know. You know, com- combine it. You know, I yeah. Mean, I mean, well, know, I gotta and, go say more things. Yeah. Th- there are other things like in the in the classic movie Casablanca. They, you know, the the one line people remember is "Play it again, Sam." That right. never happened in the movie. I never actually watched the movie. So. Yeah, and there there are other examples. There are like lots of classic movies and things where where you remember this iconic line, but actually it's slightly different in the movie than what everybody remembers. Well, I, 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 I do remember exactly how it went. I think I just condensed it for, for, for Medias' sake, but but yeah, but I, I, I remember because it was like because I, I I could go, you know, because because Tom Cruise went and asked him really, did you order the code red? Did you order the code red? And then he goes, You got that right, I did. There right. Is. But then you, you realize, like, in retrospect, it seems like it would be better if it was the other way. But it it wasn't. It wasn't. But it, the line, the line worked. That the whole the, the movie worked. You know, it's like yeah, hey, you know, it's a. Let's put it this way. How do I say it, it, a movie scene worked? It's iconic that people still twenty, no, thirty years later, still uh, remember that scene. Yes, and quote it regularly. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you did something in a movie and it worked really well. Right. So anyway, on that note, come on. There's another one. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think I think we have petered out completely. Uh, so thanks everybody for listening again. Have a great week. Stay safe. All that, and we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye bye.
Okay, bye, Yvonne. I'm hitting stop. Later.